0: You know that you are, you can say for sure that you are, I am, what gets attached to the I am are all the conditions, all the qualifications that you believe you are. No one sense of self stays around, they pass like the clouds in the sky, while the sky is constant, still, unlimited. The clouds themselves are limited. They come and go. And you look at the sky and you you say, oh, look at the weather today. It's so cloudy. You would be forgiven in assuming that the clouds are the sky, but the clouds are temporary appearances on the sky. Just as any identity is a temporary covering or Appearance on this ground of being that is the I am, that is stillness, that is presence. And all of your identities, your beliefs that you claim into existence are the the constant movement of life, the constant expression of life. Absolutely appropriate for this moment
1: it's like just the absolute bliss of ec- ecstatic being pouring out to itself, exploded out in love for itself. All I know is um, this is, and this this is incredible. The fact that this, that anything is happening at all, is incredible. And that appreciation for that absolute miraculous isness feels to me like reality looking at itself and appreciating itself, expressing is. Every possible outcome and, and everything is the perfect expression. We're so sort of, in some ways, entrapped by our human thinking, seemingly. We've we, we just put everything on top of that perfection, though, and uh, we just split it up into this and that, and that's not perfect, and this isn't perfect, and that's the game. But when you realize it's infinity, it's like it's the adventure, isn't it? Stop looking through that tiny pinhole and then you're actually the whole the totality of it the whole of the experiencing itself is a sentience and the sentience can't possibly be removed from anything appearing within the sentience you know so it's all sentience and you are that
0: you're listening to the non-duality podcast this is nick hyam from nisagayoga.com And here with me, as usual, is Paul Dobson.
1: Memory projects a future and a past that are then believed to exist. But now, whatever name you want to give it God, reality, Brahman, Source, the Tao, just this transcends all of it. It's a weird situation that we kind of have to constantly overlook it and tripping over the now constantly. What appears within the now is always moving, always fluctuating, always changing, dynamic, always a verb. I mean, without memory, if we take memory away, that's all that is, obviously. The only moment that ever is, ever will be, and could ever possibly be. It's both and again, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Always both and. Life is in constant movement. Life appears as livingness, verb-like, yet life also appears as stillness, as presence, as this eternal now. And it's not like one is life and the other is not life, or one is more life and not the other. Another way to say it is, it's both experiencing verb and experience noun, But can you even say that experience is a noun, you know? There's nothing fixed about experience. Whatever you're experiencing now, is it fixed? You experience an object or experience a certain state of mind or emotion. Is there anything fixed, anything static, anything concrete about that? No. When you dive into it, you find more of that verbing, more of that movement. Mm. When you dive into any of that, stream of life in that flow you find this common factor of stillness which sounds like a contradiction and that's only because the mind operates in a dualistic framework and therefore experiences duality yeah another way to say it is you know that you are you can say for sure that you are i am you know that you exist. You know that you're being. So, beingness, I amness, is presence, is the now. What gets attached to the I am are all the conditions, all the qualifications that you believe you are. No one sense of self stays around. They pass like the clouds in the sky. While the sky is constant, still, unlimited the clouds themselves are limited they come and go Mm. and you look at the sky and you you say oh look at the weather today it's so cloudy you would be forgiven in assuming that the clouds are the sky but the clouds are temporary appearances on the sky just as any identity is a temporary covering or appearance on this ground of being that is the I am, that is stillness, that is presence. And all of your identities, your beliefs that you claim into existence are the the constant movement of life, the constant expression of life. Yes. Absolutely appropriate for this moment
1: yeah absolutely it's a um it's very difficult for us to accept the both and it's you know you play one one thing off another thing mm. so you've got the buddhist saying there's impermanence then you've got the advaitin saying you know have got this background of awareness that's the reality they're both talking about different aspects of the same thing you know the same no thing <laughs> um the same reality it's they it reality includes both of those aspects it's both and it's stillness and movement and that's like too much for the mind to take in a way because the mind has only ever operated in in this world of either or of duality of here and there past and future up and down and can't really go outside those walls Mm. nobody's wrong nobody's right it's it's all Absolutely included. They're all talking about reality. They're just talking about different aspects. At the end of the day, it comes kind of comes back to the. Um, it always comes back to that blind men surrounding an elephant. You know, touching different parts of the ele- elephant, saying the elephant's like this, the elephant's like that. But it's, it's an elephant. The, the elephant remains the elephant, no matter what <laughs> what part of it we're touching and how we're describing it. Mm. So it's stillness, it's movement, and it's none of the above. It's both and and neither. And in knowing that, the mind can kind of relax a little bit, I feel. All we, all we have is experiencing. That facticity is kind of the direct portal to the absolute, isn't it? Because that is the absolute. In some ways, it's the portal to the absolute. But
0: in truth, it is. It is reality. It get subtler and subtler. Yeah. The more you inquire into this, into
1: life. And the reason it sounds so obscure is because we don't actually have the language to talk about this kind of thing because it's not, because actually what reality is transcends all language about it. And yet all language is it. Yeah. Every concept is it. Of course, all language is it. All language points to it. It can't not be it or point to it because there's nothing else to talk about other than reality. Mm. <laughs> there's no, you can't escape it. Just spend time with your experience, really deeply look at it completely and utterly, immediately and nakedly with it all is as it is yeah all being reality
0: is as this we can't say that this is unreality this dualistic manifestation what is the nature of this the nature of this is that that being reality the entirety the unlimited entirety of reality which is what you are is as it is this moment of expression yeah which is also what you are so yes. wherever you go you only find reality wherever you go you only find yourself you go nowhere in that sense because there's no possibility for movement closer to yourself to reality nor possibility of moving away from yourself. So it's, it's this as each experience. It's reality as this. It's not like your true self is within you. You are the true self and the true self is all. And this body and mind is within the one impersonal self appearing as multiple personal selves which we tend to call the ego. Yeah. And you only have to delve into any any part of the ego structure to find the fullness of life there. How does that ego thing present itself? However you're knowing it, whatever you know of it, delve into any aspect of that knowing. And what do you find but pure aliveness?
1: Well, that's it, isn't it? Reality doesn't have a problem with an ego because reality is, and reality is as ego, you know. Reality is appearing as ego, what we call ego. It just is. If you sort of change perspective, maybe zoom out a bit, take more of a a reality as a whole kind of point of view. um, It's like ego is not a problem whatsoever. It's it's just an appearance. It's like saying, you know, you're watching TV and it's like saying that the people playing in this this characters in the, in the film you're watching are a problem that need to be overcome. (laughs) Mm. You know, from the point of view of someone watching the TV, it's like, yeah, of course that's, that's perfect. They're playing out. They're playing the story. It's great. They don't, it's like taking a preferences to screen that the, the, um, characters are appearing on. It's like, well, no, that's not why you watch a film. You watch a film because you enjoy the story and everything else. Mm. If you don't, if you start to not enjoy the film anymore, remember it's just an appearance on the screen and you're on a sofa. So it's not, (laughs) and that's kind of analogous to our situation. You, You know, you're, there's nothing wrong with being an ego and expressing yourself as such in this world and enjoying that in its full flow of everything egos get up to. It's a, it's a focus onto some tiny little grain of sand on a whole infinite beach you know it's like you know it's it's taking up no space is it you know yeah that little speck and the
0: focusing on that little speck is what life wants to do right now yes well and the great thing is that you are life it's not like life is some authority and you now have to go to war with life in fact that's what the ego is the ego is just resistance the ego is only the attempt to push against the inevitable isness of this this timeless moment mm. this is life experiencing itself as resistance. It's like life is infinite, life is eternal, and it's got infinity and it's got eternity to play with itself in every possible way, and you're not a victim. This is this experience is what is being willed into existence. And so the only practice is to experience this present moment experiencing. And since you're already experiencing effortlessly, you can't go wrong. Yeah. And the only purpose is living.
1: We're in the ultimate sandbox mode, you know? That's it. This is just Minecraft in creative mode. Yeah, it is Minecraft, isn't it? But you are the game as well, mm. which is interesting. You know, you say your little character, say, in Minecraft, but little character isn't separate from the whole of Minecraft. Um, but within that, the character has to make its own little game. It's like, oh, okay, I'm going to dig away here. I'm going to make a little house or whatever. I'm going to I'm gonna come up with a, an, the idea of trying to succeed in a world that's that keep me busy, you know. It's and you create your own importance. Ultimately, it's not it's not important to Minecraft, <laughs> to the actual game. It's like yeah, okay, there are this little characters doing this. Not it doesn't make a difference. It's just appearances and disappearances within the game. It will re- go back to, you know, quit game, reset, whatever, and nothing's been lost or gained. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, absolutely. And in this, in this sandbox.
0: Landscape that we call life. There are no wrong ways of playing the game of living life, and at the same time, there are apparent rules and patterns, which are not absolute. They're just here for you could say entertainment, the purpose of an interesting existence. And so, on the surface of things, you don't find that, like just pure serenity of light. You find this. Headbook of (laughs) of of duality being played out in all its ups and downs and it's like wherever you are whatever you're doing whatever kind of life you have you can go oh right it's this too maybe life just wants to express this way and maybe that's not something to get away from but to experience and if you like you can delve into that experience and find
1: purity of peace well that's the irony of it isn't it is by not rejecting that experience you can find the peace there that's it that's the juice there isn't it like you can go anywhere you can go anywhere and it's all the same and it is all the same it's all absolutely perfect we've we, we just put everything on top of that perfection though and uh, we just split it up into this and that and that's not perfect and this isn't perfect and that's the game mm. different parts of life have got you know seem to have supreme amounts of importance to other parts of life being a human being there's like this importance this urgency isn't there like i need to i need to achieve something with my life i've got i've got finite amount of time there's almost there's a sense of panic in everyone you can feel it and um that's completely made up to the screen that the computer game is played on it doesn't make a difference you know to the power source it doesn't make a difference it's it's only to the game playing character pretending it to be other than Mm. it is you can play any part and in fact you do play any part (laughs) already
0: effortlessly yes and there are no right or wrong parts that all those parts are absolutely equal and it's like that saying goes who said it i don't know but at the end of the game of chess all the pieces go back into the same box yeah you reality you don't mind what part you play what experience you have and you don't even mind thinking
1: that you do mind yeah everything's allowed absolute surrender you are surrender you can't do what you are you can't do what you are (laughs) that's kind of the whole craziness with spirituality is people trying to do what they already are but you can be what you are and you don't have to
0: do that being (laughs) so the very purpose of creation is the unfoldment of this desire to experience desire itself leads to experience I'm not talking about desire in in the usual way because from an egoic point of view desire is based on lack isn't it I'm talking about this urge to to be to exist the urgency manifests experience Mm. and experience seems dualistic but all you ever find in experience as we've been saying is
1: pure experiencing yeah and pure experiencing is non-dual Yeah, it is i mean desire is probably as good a word as any because we can't come up with a word for what what that is it's like just the absolute bliss of ecstatic being pouring out to itself exploded out in love for itself you know just kind of just absolute surrender as we were saying earlier just kind of complete and utter giving of itself yeah i mean these are all kind of descriptions of of really i mean it's been called the ineffable for a reason because there's no you can't really say what <laughs> what what the occurrence was there all i know is um this is and this this is incredible uh, the fact that this, that anything is happening at all is incredible. It is. And that appreciation for that absolute miraculous isness is kind of feels to me like reality looking at itself and appreciating itself, expressing as every possible outcome mm. and everything is the perfect expression just in, maybe could be said to be in different conditions. We're so sort of, in some ways, entrapped by our human thinking, seemingly. But when you realise it's infinity, it's like, it's the adventure, isn't it? You know, it's uh, self-enjoyment. I mean, you know, Alan, Alan Watts used to like talking about this from a more, obviously, more philosophical standpoint. But he's like, imagine you could have any dream you wanted. You'd start out with just bliss wouldn't you you just dream bliss and bliss and bliss like why not just and then eventually you'd go okay like i want a bit of a i want a bit of a pushback i want a bit of a game i want a bit of resistance you know mm. and you've got what you've got now the adventure has got to this point where we we feel like we're trapped in in duality and it's it's scary and it needs to be overcome. And. um you know, everything's a bit miserable. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and then you forget, don't you? You forget. And
0: you forget. It's only miserable because you forget exactly. that you're that you've chosen to have that dream. Mm. You are that perfect, brilliant reality, complete, full, without attributes, without form, without duality. And as such, you're manifesting this you're manifesting this moment, this moment in which there is pain in which there is maybe joy or whatever is unfolding right now. this is what you have chosen to manifest, and not you as a as an as an ego entity manifesting but reality you know you 're that one scriptwriter and you're always kind of play with different narratives and different plots and subplots and that's what you're doing yeah you know you're not stuck on any one
1: expression and that's the thing is it's difficult to see when you're Mm. in it and you want it to be other yeah it's like the compacted suffering that occurs when you feel like you're stuck in suffering and i need to get out of suffering and I need to escape suffering and it kind of compacts itself with all these layers and layers and layers. There's life just doing itself appearing as what you're experiencing right now is kind of then released and sufferings allowed to just be what it is, what we call suffering no longer is suffering anymore. It's kind of a, another appearance and experience. Yeah. So the world is a reflection of your imagination
0: and as such the world is imagination it's not like there's a world and you there's imagination that creative potential you are that and so whatever you want to experience you can experience again i'm not talking about you as a an ego entity i mean you as life and oh yeah you can ask or what what does life want to experience well this this moment whatever
1: it is you're not therefore a victim i just and that just flips the whole victim role on its head doesn't it because you're never you're not a victim (laughs) if you're the whole of what's happening you have to have a small focus on one aspect as this apparent you know little human thing to be a victim and think that life is being done to you that's a point of focus and there's nothing wrong with it, but that's a point of focus and it's, it, it's good to remember it's just a point of focus, you know? And then just release the focus, you know? Stop looking through that tiny pinhole and then you're actually the whole, the totality of it. The whole of the experiencing itself, you're the experiencing in which the human thinking it's a victim victim appears. And that's a very different point of view than the human being Thinking, life's attacking it, making it into a victim, you know, experience is being thrown at it. You are the experiencing fact. I mean, what is experiencing? That's an interesting question to look into. What is experiencing? Not as something that can be found, but what is it? I mean, there's a sentience here. And that's all I can say. There's a sentience. And the sentience can't possibly be removed from anything appearing within the sentience. You know, so it's all sentience. And you are that.
0: And living is synonymous with experiencing. And experiencing is synonymous with, it, with awareness. It's not about trying to change anything. It's not about trying to arrive at anything, seek anything. It's only to experience. It's only to be aware. And you are always experiencing and you are always aware. That's, that's, that's a given. Mm -hmm. What are you aware of? Well, you're aware of that which is held in awareness, a succession of experiences. And those experiences are nothing but experiencing. Yes. And that experiencing is you, the experiencer, the one experiencer. You are experiencing. You are the experiences. And you are the experiencer. And these three are not... Divided. They are one.